Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Sam Davies. With me, as always, is Ben Mariner. Hello. And Russell Troff. Hello. It's Friday night, and it's another episode of The Cook Podcast. So when the Michelin Guide came out on Monday, you guys had a chance to look at it yet? Yeah, I have a little glance yeah. through the... Through the I, saw, I saw the... London, but um, I haven't had a look at the rest of the country yet. Yeah, uh, okay. Have, but... Well, I've had, a, I've had a quick look as well. Um, I've actually been looking at the ones... So, so we all know who got three stars. Um, we'll come on to that a little bit later on. I thought it was quite interesting to find out if anyone's lost a star as well, because especially um, could be a little bit controversial. We were saying last week that... Uh, yeah, the reasons behind yeah, that as well. Correct. Yeah. However, Michelin have came out and said... Um, that it started to work on the 2021 guide in August 2019. This means many of the judges' inspections have been completed by the time restaurants were forced really? to close. Yeah. So, wow. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's what they're doing, is it? Well, it's very it far like, in advance, isn't it? You know, two eight, years almost, year and a half. Yeah. Um, but just quickly, I don't want to go on it too much um i'll go over the ones that we know so obviously the ledbury lost their stars uh, because it closed um most of these restaurants lost their stars because they closed so restaurant nathan outlaw in port isaac they lost their star but obviously because they closed and then they reopened as outlaws new road which they is had what we two said. stars didn't they before that's Either. right sorry yeah they had two stars um and then do you remember ages ago we said that nathan outlaw had reopened um as a more yeah. of a um relaxed dining kind of uh, experience yeah that's that's, that's now been awarded one star um social eating house they lost a star oh jason afton jason afton he's not too happy about that Ooh. i imagine yeah. um a couple of places yeah. in mayfair yet um the square obviously closed um umu uh that, that was a two star in mayfair that's been demoted to one star wow. um texture obviously is closed uh I love texture. Yeah. Um, Wilkes well, in Bristol. Well, used to work that. Actually. I've been to texture. It was a really nice place as well. So he's closed down, has he? So, yeah, it's closed down now. Um, Wilkes in, in Bristol Square. has closed. Um, and then, do you know uh, the Flitcher Bacon? I believe it is Daniel um, Clifford's uh, in Essex. Um, they've lost a star by the looks of it. Um, and also, so is the Black Rat in Winchester, which isn't far from here. Um the rest of the places are just closed. I remember a place called Pony and Trap in Chew Magna. That's closed. A uh, place that I had ties with um, before, a couple of years ago. It was about four or five years ago. The Red Lion, they've lost their star, unfortunately. Um, other than that, I mean, a lot of them, Russell, you were saying, is because they've changed their offer over the last year, which you have to, obviously. So maybe that's why a lot yeah. of these have lost their star. Um, so there's not too many, to be honest with you. Um, so that's that's How that. How penalise you for that? Like, oh, you've changed your offering. It's like, yeah, but, yeah, 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 because if you're, well, I mean, yeah. what are they meant to judge if you're just making cakes and you know yeah, bakeries right. to survive? So a little bit harsh this year. But if if they're saying that the most of the inspections were done by 2021, or sorry, by 2020 when the restaurants had closed, then I don't know. I don't work for Michelin, so I don't know. Um, yeah, that's but, quite far in advance, isn't it? I mean, it is, they're yeah. obviously saying that, but I, I oh. think that. Also, Should the question that that raises is that, you know, all the times that, you know, say we've all been in, in restaurants for you pushing for a star and there's a, you, you, one year you don't get it. Is that because there's all the power work you put in is actually going into next year's. I mean, it might have been 
that they did the inspections. Yeah. We made all the changes. I was actually like, yeah. this year we're going to push for a star. And it's like, oh, they might have already done some yeah, of the this inspections. Year's one, yeah. The one after that. So that might be like, oh, we've changed everything. And what, you know, everything we've been doing is not, and they're still not happy. It's like, okay, maybe they didn't even see that because they haven't started the judging for the, you know. It's, also, it yeah, says, yeah. also, it says that they started in, um, August 2019, right? We the restaurant shut in March, so that's still only what six six months. Yeah, exactly. Like they yeah. must have had plans for the rest of the time. Yeah. So um, I think they've just done that a little bit to be like, be like, yeah, yeah, we did most of them. Yeah, yeah, we definitely did most of them. And it's like just so that people don't outrage about, you know. Yeah. Um, do you think that's bullshit then? Well, they're just saying I mean, it extent, just so to cover said, oh, themselves. They probably completed the ones that they had planned to, and then they would normally do more. But they're probably like, "Well, all the ones that were scheduled, yeah, we, we actually got around." So I think and if they if they do it. that all the time, it's not ideal, is it? Obviously, no, like you're not getting judged on that year's food because we, we're no. pushing for a style that year, and you don't get it. You think all oh, the stuff we're not doing is not good enough. You then switch it, and then they're like, you know, and then it's like that stuff that you were doing was fine. They just didn't come in the time frame yeah. you expected. And so the, the information and their and their guide. It's, it's actually, not, late, actually isn't up to it? date, is it? Yeah, no, it's not yeah, current. It's is like it? out of date information that they're, they're putting around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if that's done. It's, it's all part of their bullshit, isn't it? Well, yeah. Um, anyway, moving on to more happier things. Let's talk about the one stars and two stars quickly. Yeah, so we had uh, new two stars was Andrew Yong in Victoria. Yep. So it's Chinese. Uh, two stars, man, Chinese restaurant. Amazing. Uh, Oh, I can't wait to have a sweet and sour chicken there, imagine it. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Brilliant, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mean, you look at the menu and go, um, where's the sweet and sour chicken balls? And they'll be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Can I just pop next door to uh, uh, Bones? Yeah. Chicken balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can the balls, please? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but anyway, that's good. So, Deterra, um, yeah. that is in Patriot Square, which actually, this place... In Bethnal Green Town Hall, I have actually been to this place uh, when it was a, as it was a couple of restaurants ago. This is probably about maybe ten years ago, eight years ago, and it was uh, Nuno Mendes's place, Vigante. Do you remember that? Um, I know Nuno Mendes. What was the name of the restaurant? Yeah, he's uh, he's at Chilton Firehouse now. Yeah, he's a he Portuguese is, yeah. guy, and so I went there, and it was it was so like. Um, you know, he, I think he came from, uh, uh, what's it called in Spain? Well, El Bulli. He oh, worked yeah. there and it really was, it was like, it said pigeon breast on the menu, but it didn't resemble a pigeon breast. It had been like uh, uh, frozen and then dehydrated and then grated and then reformed. And it's just like, um, oh it was God. absolutely amazing. The level yeah. of skill in it was amazing. And... Uh, and it's a really cool place as well, actually. Really out of the way. So that's two stars now, that place. Wow. Uh, that really is a bit out of the way. Restaurant Story, Tom Sellers. Gone up to yeah. two stars in Tooley Street, London Bridge. Yep. He's been there a while now, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, that's on my list, man. I want to go. I, yeah. I was chatting to a couple of chefs, actually, at um, Street Food uh, Festival uh, about a year ago. No, tell me about it. Yeah, he does all the old... Uh, the wax, uh, sorry, the beef dripping candles and all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, new one stars. Uh, place in Hackney called Behind. Don't know too much about that. 
strip club. Uh, Benares, actually. <laughs> strip club. <laughs> strip club, strip club yeah. Amazing food, though. Yeah. yeah. All you can eat. I'll wait to go there. <laughs> <laughs> that should be our uh, first, um, yeah. first night out together, shouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Benares, actually, I didn't know this. I don't know if you did. So, Atul Kutcher's moved. He had a star there. That's, that's in Berkeley Square, uh, Indian. And now it's Samir Tanaja. Tanaja. Probably didn't say that right. Apologies. It's probably not. <laughs> uh, Good pronunciation. Yeah, so that that's one. that's gone. That's gone up to one star again. Okay. Uh, place Casa Fofo. If I'm reading that right. Sounded um, like you just had a had a. Sounded when you said that. Your face falling on the one I'm side. Not, <laughs> I'm not saying it again either. So he's in Clapton. He's a, apparently he's a ex chef from uh, Pigeon. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. The next chef from there. So Pigeon and the guys there, they do a good podcast so I listen to. Yeah, they do, yeah. Yeah, can you remember what that's called? We'll give them a shout out. Oh, um, no, but I will find out. But yeah, no, um, that's right. Yeah, I remember you, they did a really good one with Tom Brown, was it? Tom, oh no, um, Tom Aikins. They did a really good one with Tom Aikins, didn't they? That was an excellent that's episode. That's it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Cornerstone Hackney. So I at there started last year. Tom Brown. Um, that's a cool place. It's really really cool. Yeah. Uh, so that's a fish. Uh, place called Davis and Brooks gone up to a star. So that's not you, is it, Sam? <laughs> Davis side of it. No, yeah, I think, you'd, tell I, think, about it. I think you'd know if I owned a Michelin star restaurant in London. Uh, no, it's not me. I'm not that good. Yeah. <laughs> I see. It's a bit posh for you, actually. It's in carriages, so. Oh no, no, so no, 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 so, no. Yeah. You're not allowed in the door uh, there. Yeah. yeah, I'm not even allowed outside on the street. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Tom Aikens got a new place. That's quite recent. Called Muse in Belgravia. How long has he been doing that? Uh, I'm not too sure, to be honest with you. Um, but we all know Tom's worth a star any day of the week, anyway. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, one more called Solar. So this is interesting. Uh, in Dean Street, Soho, uh, it's sort of, uh, it says here, it's like Californian fine dining inspiration. So American. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? I mean... Yeah, I'd like to... And Dean Street as well. That's, I like that street. It's just off of Soho, isn't it? Um, yeah. Got some real cool little places around there, actually. Uh, you've got uh, loads of chefs. Um, what's that place called? It's like Soho Knives or Denny's, I think it's called. Um, yeah, it's that's a cool it. little place. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got the Japanese Knife Company. I don't know if they're still there. I think they are. Um, that's a real cool place we to are. get some knives. Yeah, I think we went there. You showed me that, didn't you? Yeah, that's right. Um, it's like the behind that nightclub, isn't it? Uh, yeah, borderline. Yeah, they did. They did. They did move um, just around the corner. But yeah, that's an excellent place to get some knives. Ben, do you know that place, Japanese Knife Company? Yeah, we went there once. Me and you to get our knives done. Yeah, you showed me. Yeah, they do to get our knives sharpened when we were. Oh right, that's right. Yeah, Um, excellent. That is that place. Mm. Um, Any more? Any Uh, more five stars? No, no. So that's it for that. Actually, but I did want to mention this guy. I was looking down the list. Um, So. Special awards, a young young chef award, right? So he's he's one of Birmingham's own, actually. Cray Treadwell, do you know, do you know that name? Cray Treadwell, mm, no, I couldn't. If I'm honest with you, we you might have seen him because he 
uh, he was on Great British Menu, and he did. Uh, it was when it was uh, going on about music, and he did the like a punk dish, and he put like deep fried skate bones down the plate, like a, it was like a a mohawk sort of thing. Um, so he, yeah, he's he's got a restaurant uh, in Digbeth Custard Factory. God, I used to go clubbing there when I was a kid. Uh, so. The, the name of the restaurant is 670 grams. Right, wait till you, you hear what, why you yeah, call it saying, that. Why is that? Apparently, well, this is fit and fugue. What well, you need for a good night out. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, you know, that would be flying, wouldn't it? Uh, so that was the weight of his daughter when she was prematurely born. Oh, my God, really? That's oh. an interesting... Oof. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, mm. I don't really know okay. what to say about that. Um, I know. Yeah, it's, it's one of those. Is that one of the recipes? Yeah, is that is that from one of the recipes? And they're like, no, that was my daughter. If I um, if I if I ever open a restaurant, I'm going to call it um, Three Inches. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Okay, say no more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyway, back to Clay. He um, so Cray, sorry. So he <laughs> he he worked for uh, Glyn Purnell. Oh yeah, good old Brummy, he is, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, the yummy Brummy. And then <laughs> before he came back to Brum, he went to Leeds and worked. What's that guy called? You know the man. What's it? Uh, the man oh, the behind curtain. the curtain. Yeah, Michael O'Hare. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he was working for him really? when he was on Great British Menu, actually. Yeah, he, he'll be big. Uh, he's he's really cool chef. He's only, and he's I, only looked, I looked, I looked at his restaurant, right? And you and you look at it, and it's like got loads of graffiti on the walls and like murals and stuff, and it's just like benches and stuff like that. Oh, that's um, super, that super cool. Yeah, it is. It's really cool, man. Oh, I want to go there actually uh, when we can. Oh, all right, excellent. Um, cool. What about um, freestyles, Ben? So, so, yeah, so moving on to three stars. Um, yeah, a couple of new ones. Um, so, I saw Sketch. So, Sketch is on the first one on the list. Um, I always thought that was two. So, I think they've gained this year. Yeah, they went up a couple of years. No, they went up a couple of years ago. Uh, okay. So, yeah, so obviously Sketch three. Um, Alan Ducasse, as always, number th is three. Wrestling with Ramsey, three. Um, Fat up Waterside, standard. Um, and then two new additions. So, we've got Helen DeRose at the Connaught. Um, you know, two female editions, so Hendros and also Caught by Claire Smith. So she's come up really quick. Um, because what they opened at in like 2017, didn't they? Um, Cor. yeah, Caught, yeah, because yeah, she was where did she used to be? Was it um, Courage's? Um, no, she was, yeah, Royal Hospital Road. That's it. Um, but yeah, I mean, she's yeah. a fantastic chef, and she? she's unreal. Um, and so is Helen DeRose, yeah. So, yeah, there's yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, so three stars in three years, that's mental, isn't it? Yeah, that's absolutely insane. So yeah, that, that came up so quick. Um, and yeah, so that's mental. I want to see um, Monica Galetti's new play. Did, did, um, did, did that any um, word of that on the one or two stars? Uh, no, I didn't see that. I did see a picture of her actually the other day outside of a restaurant. I'm not yeah. sure. Did it say my, my ex chef the party? So when I was, so when I was a chef the party, I had a demi chef the party called Enzo. Um, and in the pastry, and she was, she's now the head pastry chef at, um, I think the head pastry chef at, um, Monica Galetti's new place. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and I just wonder whether they, because it looks you amazing. What? <clears throat> Actually, my old company, right, was, uh, 
funding that or part funding it, uh, Baxter Story. So, and, and they hit, went really in trouble last year. I mean, I got made redundant. A uh, load of chefs I know from London, uh, from there as well, all made redundant. Um, so losing contracts. So I'm just wondering, you know, because uh, my company as well, Baxter, my old company, they uh, were invested in, who's that, uh, who's that chef? Uh, Sam, we went, we went there for Sunday lunch. Um, Mark Hicks. Mark Hicks, yeah. And that went under. So yeah. all his places went. Uh, and so she would have been in the same boat as that. So. Yeah, but I reckon Monica Gillet's got a lot of backing, isn't she? She's friends with the Ruse. Um, yeah, I think she's yeah. probably she's pretty safe, isn't she? Yeah, maybe. Um, have you have you had a chance to look at uh, Court Ben and um, Helen DeRose? What sort of things they're doing? Obviously, Helen DeRose, I believe, is like a bit quite classical, modern French, isn't it? Um, yeah, I think um, Claire Smith's a bit more like modern. Um, I saw this thing the other day, like a blown sugar apple. She does. Uh, yeah. Let me check out. Let me check out the menu. Hold on. Yeah, it does look really cool. Didn't it? I think I see that as well. Um, mm, yeah, in Kensington, let's have a look. Yeah, a friend of mine went to eat there a couple of years ago. Uh, it's yes, yeah, only about. It had been open for about a year, and he said it was outstanding. So. Oh, really? Yeah. You wouldn't expect anything yeah. less, really, would you? No. Nah. How, how much time did you spend on a Ramsey? She was probably used to the Ramsey for like 10 years, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. 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 Let me have a look. I'm going to bring up the website. My, it's going to be really slow now. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I've got a question for you. When was the last time a three-star went down to two-star? Has it, has it ever happened? Um, I can't remember I can't a time. Think, I can't think of it. Anything like that. Uh, well, I'm sure there must have been, mustn't there? Uh, Gavroche, not Gavroche. Was it the Gavroche we were talking about? Gavroche, oh no, yeah, actually, but yeah. that Gavroche was. Um, was three, wasn't it? But didn't you say that was because? One yeah. Of see, what I yeah. So what I spoke to him. So my old tutor used to be <clears> really close with um with Elberu, and he was saying that obviously you could be biased, but and. They say that Michelle, obviously, they took away the stars because, obviously, the chef left. Obviously, they handed it to Michelle, but then Michelle won two in his first year. So it looked like they lost one, but it was yeah. one, two. Um, yeah, this looks awesome. So, actually, the, the, the water side cool. never went down, did it? No, water side's always been, since, like, since like the 70s or something, it's always been three. Um, yeah. Yeah, this, things, this is like a classic three-star menu where you can see stuff on here and it's like, it looks well, but you, you can't tell what it, you, you can't visualise it from yeah. what it says. Um, so just like, uh, Isle of Mole, Scallop Tartar, Sea Vegetable Consomme, and the next is like Potato and Roe. It's like, you, you know what the flavours are, but like, you don't, you can't say, oh, it looks like this, like, yeah. as always. But there's pictures here that are just stunning, like some of the um, stuff that like, just, just look, just flick into the gallery, it's awesome. Um, and yeah, the same thing we said um, before, like core apple. So I think that's their, their signature dessert is that there's a core apple. I think they yeah. just like blown sugar right. and then fill that with loads of different um, foams and all that kind of stuff. So you'd have, um, it's the same, no, I was to say it's the same as like the, the, remember the one I did it at Rothschild's, obviously it'd be a lot better yeah. than that, but like it's, it looks like an apple. Ben did a cool um, thing, Russell. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Have you seen the apple that he does? No. So it's, it makes it like it makes it like an apple. It's like what is this cheesecake, isn't it? Yeah. So what I do is make um so I dice up um some apple, some green apple, and then I'll make a compote from it. So take a green apple compote, put it into um little molds, like little round molds, and freeze it. 
And then what we'll do is make um, a an apple cheesecake mix. Uh, and then I've got like apple molds, like silicon molds in the shape of an apple. And I'll pipe the cheesecake mix into the apple molds, push the frozen, um, what do you call it? The frozen um, compote into the middle and then freeze the whole thing. So see it's completely solid. Right. Take it out yeah. and then dip it in like a mixture of um, white chocolate, cocoa butter, and then like, um, it's like cocoa butter coloring. That's like, like slightly green, like an appley green color. So is it like Dip a mirror glaze sort of thing? Uh, sort of, just, just like chocolate. So it's like white chocolate with coloring. Right. Dip that in, yeah. um, you know, quickly. And then as it sets, I like paint, they take a little bit of um, fat soluble um, uh, bread food coloring on a brush and just brush the outside so it's got the, the red outsides of it. Um, um, yeah. And then just stick in, so make some, um, just put some cocoa powder on a tray and then pipe some tempered chocolate on top. And then, and then you end up with like large, long strands of chocolate and I just cut it like, uh, and then dust off the cocoa powder. So like little stalks and that goes in the top. Uh, um, yeah. yeah. And then you let the whole thing, whole thing defrost. And obviously when you cut it, you've got like, um, the outside shell of the apple of the chocolate. And then you've got, you know, apple cheesecake and then like the apple compote in the middle. Um, and yeah, this is quite cool that one. And then I do like on the plate, do like chocolate soil. Um, and then just do different things like you know, poached blackberries and stuff, and kind of like the like um, like a oh, yeah. kind of vibe. Oh um, right, yeah, yeah, it's kind of cool. And I'd use um, also do pistachio sponge, so like do um, chocolate soil, and then just mix a little bit of pistachio sponge in, like that like, looks a bit like moss. And then you've got the apple. Oh right, yeah, I like that moss sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Oh, that's cool. Um, that sounds amazing. As if that's not dramatic enough, right? Um, <laughs> ben actually ordered a. Um, a paint gun that you, you that what's it called like a spray gun and you put paint in it and he put his chocolate in there and sprayed it over the apples instead which it looks oh, amazing yeah it's amazing that's um that's how you get that kind of furry effect on all yeah of the, um, yeah. yeah take it take them out of the freezer really really cold and then put your you put your um your cocoa butter and chocolate mix into a spray gun for fences you know those kind of cuponol spray guns <clears> and then just spray it when it's really cold and that's that's how you get the effect of the um kind of um, velvety, it's called like chocolate velvet, like the, the chocolate um, finish to you know the velvet finish to all the mousses. Um, yeah, just spray it with um, with cocoa butter mix. I thought the um, I thought the goggles were a bit unnecessary though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the full hazmat suit. I don't, yeah. want to, I don't want to get in my hand. Yeah, I see it. Fair enough. <laughs> you jogged my memory there when you said cheesecake. Do you remember that? Who was that guy? I think you were even talking about him a while ago. And he does a cheesecake, but it looks like. Uh, like a camembert and it's on uh, Piccadilly I think oh is. yeah um cakes and bubbles uh, yeah that's one that's one of the best things I've ever seen in my life yeah that's awesome um it's um what's his name um it's Mel Bully, his it? brother um it's the guy from his brother was Fred, uh, uh, Albert Adrian yeah oh, yeah. Right. yeah yeah Albert Adrian yeah so he um yeah, so he's got that plate. Yeah, it's awesome, isn't it? Because I, I looked at that for ages, how they did, like I was obsessed for a while, like how they were doing it. Because I was looking through the window going like, how did they get the, because I was doing the apple at the time. And I was like, it must be the similar technique. Yeah. Um, and the way they do it is they glaze the, um, glaze the cheesecakes with a mirror glaze, like a, a white chocolate mirror glaze. But instead of like leaving it to set, you know, let me obviously just dip it in let it, leave it to set. They put muslin over the top. So they cover it in muslin as it's oh, setting, right. and then and then hard so, freeze it so it's really really solid. And then you know as when it's solid, and they peel off the 
the muslin so it's left ah. with that, that kind of cool effect and it looks like an actual outside of a cheese because also because of course like that's what you wrap cheese in anyways so i should have thought of that but like when i saw it because i saw it on tv um you know a few months ago and i was like oh, okay i get it now like glaze freeze it and then just wrap that around just to get the effect and then rip it off and it leaves you with that kind of outside of a cheesy effect um yeah it's awesome man it's so good yeah. Oh, nice, nice. Pretty quid though. That's a twenty quid per cheesecake. I was a bit like, oh, don't charge that much for money. Did you say Nobu actually closed down, Russell? It was the Barclays, the Barclays Square one, or Barclays Street that closed down, and they've just opened one up in Portman Square now. Okay, so I'm going to talk about just it. North of near Marble Arch. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Nobu. Um, Russell said the other week that they closed down in Berkeley Square, did you say it was? Um, yeah, Berkeley Square. Or yeah. Berkeley Street. Berkeley Street. Um, but they've actually got a couple of hotels as well. Um, one in Shoreditch, and they've just opened a new one in London, Portman Square, um, which looks amazing, by the way. But obviously, they were meant to open last year with all the troubles. Um, they obviously didn't open. So there's just a hotel sitting there now that hasn't even been used. Uh, but they did open the restaurant in um, after the second lockdown, like in December, I believe. Um, so, I mean, it looks amazing. Just looking at some of the pictures, it's so cool, um, so up to date. So I just wanted to go through um, the menu with you actually quickly, see what you think. Um, I've just highlighted some bits and pieces. So, I mean, the menu's massive. It is huge. There's like six or seven pages here. So I'm not going to go through everything. Really? Yeah, six seriously. pages? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I won't go through everything. So that's just the um, restaurant menu that I'm going to go through. They've also got um, like room service. They've got a terrace menu. I mean, it's proper hardcore. The amount of chefs they must have. You know, it's a massive, massive operation they've got going on. How many here. pages did you say? How many pages for the menu? It's about six. Let me just check. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, seven, eight, including lunch. Yeah. Um, wow. That's, that's all right. Bar menus and all that room service menus, is it? Um, no, that's not room service. That's um, snacks and lunch. And because basically Nobu is like, you know, it's sushi and that. So a lot of it is small plates basically a lot of it is just small plates um so i just want to go through the menu quickly with you and i see what you think um so, so well, there's not ramsey's kitchen nightmares menus isn't it where he goes through and they've got like, yeah yeah it's yeah like, yeah um, i condense that down yeah so they've got um a shuko uh it starts it's basically snacks um Two of the things that popped out to me was sashimi edamame. So edamame are those little beans. Um, absolutely beautiful, mm, lovely and dried. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shimmy is basically, uh, it's a Japanese seven spice. So I just want to tell you what's in this seven spice, okay? So it's half a sheet of nori, which is dry seaweed, one tablespoon of Valencia orange peel, four teaspoons of cayenne red pepper, two teaspoons of sesame seeds, one teaspoon of ground ginger, one teaspoon of poppy seeds, and a quarter of a teaspoon of ground white pepper. So that sounds nice, all over the edamame beans. Um, chicken karaji, which is basically like deep fried um, chicken, but like Japanese style. Um, mm. And then they've got ta tacos as well. So a selection of tacos, and then uh, cold dishes. So 
miso chips for tuna and scallop, which sounds nice. Um, lobster salad with spicy lemon dressing, sounds amazing as well. Um, crispy rice with a choice of spicy tuna, salmon or yellow towel. Um, and then I've got baby spinach salad, dry miso with shrimp, lobster or king crab. Um, so they're just the ones that sort of popped out at me on the, uh, on the cold dishes. Um, then I've got a tasting menu as well, which I'm not going to even attempt to go into. And then looking at the hot dishes, you've got black cod miso, which I know, Russell, you've had before, haven't you? Yeah, spot on, that is. Nice, is it? Yeah, it's, beautiful. it's just a beautiful dish, yeah. Very yeah. simple. Um, but, I mean, good. Another one that pops out, squid pasta, which is not pasta. I take it's just um, cut up squid with a light garlic sauce. I mean, you've got beef tobinyaki. So basically, tobinyaki is um, when it's cooked on a ceramic plate. Um something to do with yeah i'm not really sure to be honest with you but that's what tobinyaki means and then um i'm not really sure what it means but that's yeah. what it means yeah that's, that's yeah. well i don't i don't get why you would cook it on a ceramic plate i suppose it's like just a technique isn't it yeah it's like tagine isn't it i suppose yeah, yeah i suppose so um and then they've got wagyu uh, wagyu dumplings with spicy ponzu so ponzu is like um it's like a citrus it's dressing, like a dressing isn't, isn't it, it? yeah, yeah. Um, so that sounds yeah, amazing. That. Um, mm. Arctic char with crispy shiso. So shiso, if I can say it properly without swearing, is um, you know those micro crests that you get. Ben, maybe you use it quite a bit. It's the yeah, little purple yeah, yeah. ones. Yeah, the little yeah, little red ones. Um, but they yeah. come they come um, with like large leaves as well, like large green leaf, um, and they've got like a minty basil-y flavour to them. So that with a bit of Arctic char sounds really nice. Um, ben, you'll yes. like this one as well. This is um, crispy pork belly with apple wasabi salsa. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh, yeah that, that sounds amazing, doesn't it? Apple, yeah. and, apple and wasabi salsa. Yeah, that sounds You can good. really see how that could work with a bit of... Uh, pork, nice, crispy pork nice belly. Bit of, yeah, fatty, crispy pork belly. Beautiful. For me, I mean, I think all three of us, that's the first thing that you're ordering off the menu, isn't it? It's yeah. crispy pork belly with apple yeah. and apple and wasabi as well. So you've got that freshness from the apple and that... You know, oh, not yeah. so much spicy, but like heat from the wasabi. Um, yeah, that sounds. Oh, That'd spot be an on. amazing canopy, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, do like can you a imagine? bit of pork belly with that on. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, and then they go into um, their Japanese wagyu beef, which is, you know, it's it's big out there. Obviously, it's Japanese wagyu. Uh, makes sense. They basically massage the cows, um, and it's grade A five. So the way it works is. Um, so A5, so A means superior, where like B is average and C is inferior. Um, and then with your numbers uh, between five, one and five, so, um, you know, again, one is, it's, it's terms of quality now. So five is where it's got like high marbling um, and where it's like the, the meat looks good. Do you know what I mean? And then, so this is A5, it's the best you can get basically. And that's 53 pounds or 5350 per 75 grams okay so that's expensive um and then you go down to your side vegetables uh shiitake mushroom salad um steamed broccoli with shiso salsa and then you've got a wood oven section creamy spicy snow crab sounds quite interesting yeah um you got your your skewers with teriyaki sauce you've got oh my god it goes on forever um you've got some chicken with nobu spices then you've got a selection of tempura um and then your soups and rices um 
nigiri and sashimi so you've got i mean there's mm. like 20 options here you know your spicy tuna salmon egg uh freshwater eel goes on forever um again i mean there's another page of just noodles donburi yeah. Um, and you, yeah. you know, every, whatever you order from that place is going to be top, top yes, absolutely. quality. I mean, that's probably, yeah, one of my, my favourite meals ever, actually. Yeah. Because uh, I, love, I love that Eastern sort of stages anyway, so. Um, yeah, but how good, how, how good does that sound? Ben, what do you reckon? Well, I think that's amazing, but the wastage must be, like, must be insane. Um, yeah, it's a lot of stuff like, to hold. It's got to be fresh all the time, super high standard very fresh because they've got a lot of trimmings and stuff and and then you're gonna obviously get the, the best ingredients so if you yeah. look at all i will say about that is i completely understand what you're saying is to to show where that might be needed is it's a hotel don't forget so it's you know there's a lot of people coming in and out of those doors um so your stock's probably going to get used up and actually looking at the menu there's quite a lot of similar ingredients you know, there's loads yeah. of there's so loads you can of use it on a few different dishes. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, that's 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 about menu planning. That's being clever. Yeah, um, that's be about yeah clever menu planning. Yeah. So massive operation going on there, but I mean uh, the prices are unbelievable. They are pretty pretty high, um, but you pay for what you get, don't you? Um, at the end of the day, it did. Um, does Robert De Niro still own part of that? I know he used to, didn't he? He was definitely involved in Nobu, but if you Googled that, I don't know if he still is or not. Yeah, he put money into it. Oh, God, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's Nobu in Portman Square, which, you know, they haven't even opened it yet. That goes to show how hard this year has been, um, or the last 12 months has been. Yeah, a massive place like Nobu opening up a new restaurant and a no, new hotel, and they haven't even used the rooms yet. So, what a kick in the teeth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, paying those rents as well because I would have planned this like years before, obviously. Uh, and then you've got to go through with it, I guess. Uh, yeah. This has been like the biggest shit storm ever. No one saw it coming, uh, but you've you've got to go through with it. Um, it's too much money to lose, so so they've yeah. gone through with it. Now they're having to pay these bloody rents. Um, oh God! Yeah, with no income, with no basically. money coming in. Yeah, that they they won't be surviving on takeaways, will they? <laughs> yeah, get the bash on that. Um, yeah. Funny you should say that though. They do do bento boxes as well, which is like, um, oh. what, what, what would you say is bento box? It's like a it's a selection of things, isn't it? It's got bits of sushi and um, yeah, that rice sort of thing, like little little bit of salad and stuff like that. Uh, even looking at some of these, you've got their options of four different options for a bento box. The deluxe. Um, bento box, which is uh, sashimi salad for yuzu miso, assorted, assorted sushi, langoustine tempura with ponzu, uh, scallop, spicy garlic and rice, grilled beef tenderloin teriyaki, and miso soup. 50 quid. 50 quid. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> do you remember? Do you, they must be still going. I used to work in Portman Square actually. And then for lunch, we used to nip out, because I was a manager, we used to nip out to, you know, wasabi. And like, you get like a sweet chili, sweet chili chicken or oh, yeah, curry. Yeah. And they had bento boxes as well. They used to get those occasionally. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, nice place, man. Yeah. That's a really good idea shit. as well. I used to see them get in the morning. So I used to get in to work for seven in the morning. And you'd see them, everything's delivered in these big bags of like uh, sweet chili chicken or whatever. Um, the noodles and all that 
And uh, so they must have had some, some big unit just making all this stuff and putting them yeah. out to all the sites. And there would be queues out the door. Uh, is that, is that and it's just thing? the same menu. You just come up with that and it works. And yeah. it's like a money-making machine. They just used to open up, springing up everywhere. Wasabi's over. Are they, are they the still European. open though? Because I haven't seen a wasabi for ages. I don't know. Since I moved out of London, I, I um, well, are they just in London? Are they? I, I haven't seen them outside, actually. I don't know. When was the last time you see a wasabi, Ben? Um, no, I've seen a couple around. Yeah, uh, high street stuff. You know, we need. Oh, uh, there's one by London Bridge. Um, there must I, be in like. Cannon Street was there. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, no, I think there's, there's one. Yeah, by the Shard. Um, there's two there actually. There's one. Yeah, there's one on the road and one in, under the Shard. But I, that's the thing. I, I've not been over there for a while, so maybe that maybe they are starting to. Straight down. Out. Yeah. yeah. Um, shame. That's the thing, isn't it? You get a really good idea like that with uh, and everyone's katsu curry. Everyone loves that or sweet chili chicken. Uh, you just need to come up with a way to make the the amount you need and ship it to the shops, and you're just going to get people queuing up. And uh, it was like six uh, quid to have yeah. sweet chili chicken or something like that. Five yeah. ninety five, something like that. You pay over the odds for it as well, don't you? It's not like it's not like Subway, yeah, is it? Yeah. So one of my one of my friends. Uh, so actually, most of my friends are chefs. I don't. Are they all chefs? That's a bit sad, isn't it? I haven't got any friends who aren't chefs. No, I must have a couple. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, an old friend of mine. Speaking to him early today. Actually, I'm going to give him a shout out. So he's he's a chef, uh, Kevin Chatfield. So really good chef. Uh, he lives uh, Brighton. Just. Uh, just past Brighton, right? So uh, January is the month for Seville oranges. Uh, Best in the world, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, so that's what you make marmalade out of. Have you two ever done that? You must have. Yeah, me and Ben made marmalade together. Uh, um, hey, I was about to say that. Yeah, absolute pain in the ass. That was yeah. the best recipe in my life. Yeah, when I went to, I stole a recipe from when I did a stage in France, uh, God, like 10 years ago. And then when me and Ben were working together, I was like, right, let's make some marmalade. Oh my God. I don't think it was even worth it by the end of it, was it? It was like, yeah, like a massive pan full of oranges and we've got uh, like half a jar out of it, if that. Yeah, and I reckon really? we like, we, yeah, we've done something wrong. We've definitely done something wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, well, my, my friend Kevin's recipe is pretty easy actually. And it's, um, so I've made it in the past and I've painstakingly been julienne in the for the, uh, all the bloody orange peel and all that and yeah it is yeah juice all over the place dripping on the floor so he's he gave me one today right so you get six pounds of seville oranges four lemons six pints of water ten pounds of sugar so what you do cut your oranges and lemons into eight uh put them in the water well, first of all, you take the pips out and the, the stalky bits, right? Uh, and you wrap those in muslin, uh, tie, tie that up, and you can put that in, and that's going to give you something, uh, maybe pectin or something, which is going to hold it. So, and obviously, you take that out after. Uh, so, you boil all your oranges and lemons up for about an hour. You then blitz it, and then you put your sugar in, and then boil it, bring it up to the boil, boil it for another 10 minutes. 
and then you have to like blanch off all the because of the pith. If you blitz up all the pith, that's going to be so bitter. Yeah, bitter, isn't it? No, apparently not. So when me, when me, when me, me and um, Ben did it, we did it very similar. We cut it into what eighths again, I guess, probably yeah. too big actually, and then we blanched it three times. Yeah, so you blanched three really? times to get rid of the horrible pithy flavour. But I don't think we blanched it long enough, to be honest. Yeah, it was still tasted horrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and we just chewed it down. But yeah, I always thought that um, you couldn't do the pith. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's enough sugar to counteract the... Well, it's equal there. weights of yeah. um, uh, orange and sugar, isn't it? Mm. Unless yours yeah. is very different, Russell. Well, I've done that with like uh, comfy... What did I used to do? Comfy lemon, right? So we used to do... So you julienne all your... Uh, your lemon up. You don't want any of the white on, just the, the lemon peel. Uh, so none of the white, trim that off. And then I used to julienne that up. And then we used to, yeah, I used to have to blanch that, right? We'll bring up water up to the boil, blanch it for 30 seconds or a minute, refresh it, change the water, then bring it up because, yeah, then we, when you do, do that. Um, so we used to do that about like, six or seven times actually and then put sugar in and then just like comfy that needs to go to a nice syrup and we used to use that on on dishes yeah um, nice. but uh so this marmalade well try and make it if uh if it's too bitter then that's kevin's fault that's not my fault <laughs> yeah yeah we're, we're, we're blame kevin yeah and always yeah. listen if yeah. you make it and it's shit kevin's Kevin. bad yeah. yeah, yeah, but actually, do you know, I've I've made it before. I didn't blanch, I didn't blanch off. I just julienned it up. Julienned, julienned what though? Julienned what? Uh, so, so what I did. So I um, yeah, trimmed the peel off. Yeah, uh, and then just like julienned up the the rind. So you didn't actually use so, the orange itself. Yeah, yeah. So chuck that in the orange. The orange would go in the pot with the sugar. Yeah, I I definitely didn't um. Uh, blanch it because um, marmalade is a bitter, bitter thing and it's sweet, bitter. Yeah, um, yeah, strange. Yeah, I might have a go with that and see what happens. I've yeah, made it I, for yeah. Ages, but I definitely didn't blanch it. No. I may be wrong. Yeah, <laughs> maybe wrong. Right, okay, we want to make, make so. 10 kilos to start with then. Just <laughs> <you are> wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, can I order 10 kilos of oranges, please? This is wank. Yeah. Um, <laughs> massive, yeah. So, okay. a massive pot on. Are you sure about this, Ross? <laughs> Yeah, Kevin! Wow. Kevin! Where's yeah. Kevin? Shit. <laughs> no, I, I, that work, that work. I'll, um, I'm going to give you a guarantee that recipe's going to work, though. I trust him. I trust him. He's a trustworthy <laughs> guy. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. It's another episode of Cooked Podcast. Make sure to hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, and don't forget on Spotify. We'll see you next week. Thank you.